Well, welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous episode. Thank you for joining us to the Vixen Memoirs Podcast again. I am your wonderful host, Crystal, and my lovely co-host. Hey, y'all, y'all already know who I am, the Broken Booty Auntie, Mickey B. Sipping on a little vino today, so we'll see how this goes. Let me see your glass. So it's a, just a regular old red wine glass, but these are one of those glasses that they actually can fit an entire bottle. Ah. Wine. Yeah. Have not tested it out. Hey, Tammy. Um, hey, Tammy. Oh, we got a question from Garnett. He says, is this the first pod in the new crib? Yes, it is. Yay! And I'm in the, the lilac room, and I'm very annoyed that it's lilac. But it took me so long to paint my son's room, so this bitch gonna have to be lilac for a long time. I like that color though. I love lilac, lavender. This is also gonna have to be the podcast room because it's actually technically not big enough to be anything else it's the tiniest third bedroom you know that exists so oh so it sounds like i'm gonna be driving out to the birds on a monday night yeah so we could be in person and y'all can get all of this fabulousness yeah, as yeah. the way god intended it to see i'm gonna get a stupid chair i'm excited how do you get rid of my echo? Should I move closer? Guys, can you hear her echo? Because I don't hear anything. I hear it. It's terrible. Nobody's saying anything. So I'm going to say that you don't have an echo because nobody has said anything about your echo but you. Okay, I'm going to blow y'all minds with this um, little backstory about the burb that I live in. Oh, you hear it, Tammy? Hopefully it's gone now. Um, um, when I was growing up, my mother worked for the Sears Tower. So uh, when I was like, you know, left grade school, when I left halfway grade school, when I graduated eighth grade, uh, she was like, I'm going to move to the birds because if y'all don't know, the people inside of the Sears Tower moved to Hoffman Estate um, because they built, you know, a corporate center, which is how I originally got to the birds. So I've been here in the Hoffman Estates, Elgin area for since high school. Um, so we have lived out here since I graduated high school. I went to Northern. Of course, Northern from here is about 30, 35 minutes. So it ain't that bad. Um, so I have been here since high school. So I currently live in Dundee, which is, if y'all are familiar with the Northwestern suburbs where uh Hannah's village is so I technically live <laughs> right behind Hannah's village. So that's where I'm in. So we moved well she still is in Elgin. I just moved to Dundee. So that's where I am. Right in the backyard of Santa's village. That's where I live. Yeah you uh, I'm gonna take your little badass kids to the bootleg Great America. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> well, village was always like you know for the younger kids. It just it was never. I was like, a younger kid and hated it. Fucking hated that shit. When you were like five, six, seven. Yes. Because 
So you couldn't write anything at Great America, my guy. You know, Great America had that bomb at game room with all the different stuff that you could do. And they used to put on shows like Bugs Bunny would come out and sing and dance. Like Dennis Village was like, your cousin put that shit up in his backyard. And you could like ride the teacups. The shit was so lame. <laughs> I hate it. Fucking you hated Santa's Village growing up. The racial demographic is white folks, specifically old white folks. So they probably see me and be like, there goes the fucking neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> they're always like, you driving around playing loud ass rap music, doing 90 miles an hour down the street. <laughs> It is uh, white people, specifically older white people. Dundee is a very, you know, old white people kind of town. So, um, you know, Elgin is way more diverse. Uh, uh, Hoffman, Schomburg, those areas are like, you know, way more diverse and as far as racial demographic. But Dundee in particular is very small, is very white, and is very old. So um, I am probably going to be annoying the fuck out of my neighbors on a daily basis. Especially when we start coming out there to kick it, so. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Hi, Lulu. Yeah, she got her titties out today. Y'all see her? Oh, Oh, shit, bitch. Y'all don't know no fucking breast reduction, sir. Y'all don't know no plastic surgeons. Y'all don't want to... We don't want to take these down a little bit. The fuck? What's funny though, so we just had this conversation like two weeks ago. Back in college, we had a friend who was always complaining about getting a breast reduction. Like she's like, I got to get rid of these titties. And Chris would be like, I would never get a breast reduction. No, I'm joking. I would never get a breast reduction. I actually love titties. I really, now mine don't have to be this fucking big. But I really like titties, so I would never get a breast reduction. But they, I just want my shit to like not sit here. I would like them, you know, to, to be a little bit higher. Can can that happen? Can can I do that without looking like Frankenstein across the chest? You don't got to be this big, but I love titties, so I would never get a breast reduction. What, what up, Nick? We got the the world's most interesting joining us this afternoon. Now, whatever the fuck time it is. The most handsome. I thought his thing was world's most interesting, like like the, the most handsome. Yeah, he's a handsome, he's a nice looking guy. He do all right. Didn't he say I'm the most handsome? That's me. I'm that's the one. Nick says a lot of things about how wonderful he is. <laughs> no, Lance, this is a this is baby and pandemic and um. What what is this from? Baby pandemic. I broke my leg. <laughs> And the fact that we we're like 40, shit no, gets a little no, bit bigger. Like, what we no, I had titties, but it wasn't this much. And I had a, no. I had an accident. So uh, I wasn't very, I broke my femur in a car accident, so I wasn't very active. So it's just a mixture of, you know, a lot of things. <laughs> but they popping, girl. Right, Clarence is so kind. He's the most handsome. And then he followed up with, it's all truth, though. He's so he's so modest. People <laughs> all that modesty. Um, I did want to do a quick shout out to Lou. Lou made these bomb ass bourbon cherries. 
Um, I got to see Lou at a um, an event this weekend. So shout out to Lou for making people drunk off of gummy worms and cherries. Shit was absolutely delicious, ma'am. I appreciate you. Okay, appreciate Lou. you. Now we really gotta come out there for the verbs. Okay, Lou. So I was just like, "Hey, Lou's birthday coming up. I'm gonna have to come out there and hang out with with sis. That's that's my poo. I love her." Well, shout out to everybody, Nick and Lance and Brandon and Lulu and Samuel. Our friend whose name we don't say. Who? Our friend whose name we don't say on the show. Hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> hey girl. Well, what's going popular popular culture? All right, it's been a pretty boring week. It should really been popping, but um. Let's see. Let's start off with the slower stuff first. So you want to talk about Aaliyah's catalog finally becoming available on streaming services. Um, it's interesting because they're not releasing it all at the same time. They're like releasing some stuff early August and then some more stuff mid-August. And I know August was the month that she died. And it happened been 20 years ago because I remember I was getting ready to go to school. I had um, literally had packed up all the stuff in my room and I had my TV on MTV. My TV was always the last thing I would take. So my TV was still on and it came across that Aaliyah died. And I was like, bro, what? Like, I'm the same age. So um, I don't know if they, they wanted it to be like a 20 year anniversary type thing to release all of her music, um, but also her, her uncle, who I didn't know was like one of the people in charge of Black Ground Records yeah. is reviving Black Ground Records. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I thought the, the reasoning behind staggering it was to build buzz. To, um, to you know. Did Aaliyah need buzz? Yeah, I thought, that, I thought that was a specific reason behind it being staggered. Uh, I feel like. Aaliyah doesn't need a buzz. Somebody said, I wonder if they will release those written by R. Kelly or is he unmuted for her? Just a messy thought. That's a really good question. That is a really great question. A lot the whole of album was R. Kelly. The whole album was R. Kelly, so I don't know how you yeah. do it. And if I can't get the remix to back and forth, I don't fucking want it. At your best, all that shit. If I, if I can't get the R. Kelly remixes, I don't want that shit. Um, but I thought there was a specific reasoning behind staggering the albums. But I'm mean, mm-hmm. if it was anybody else, I might say yeah. But people have been asking for Aaliyah shit for years. You oh, know, I don't really. They don't need buzz. True, that's true. I'm just gonna wait till September. All the shits out and just listen to it. Listen to it. Then I'm, I don't got time to be playing around with Halton family. You ain't got time. You ain't got time to do this shit. But you got time for. For fucking yay and his bullshit, you get on my fucking nerves. Oh no, I know. I didn't watch any of that shit. I didn't tune into Apple to watch yay in his walk around on the on stage, listen to his own music floating away like Jesus. No, I didn't listen to any of that. I will wait for when the album officially drops. So I haven't heard any of the new Kanye songs. I've heard people talk about them. I've heard absolutely nothing. I don't know what the fuck he got going on. I don't got time for yay either. Okay, fair enough. My, I don't wear a watch, so I can't look at my watch to see if I got time today. I don't I don't know what time it is. I just know I don't have it. All right, money bag. 
Let's go. <laughs> okay. So um, we'll all be looking forward to the Aaliyah shit dropping. Um, Lou says all of them are released. I thought they were so, I just know I've been trying to get this one song. I think it was off her last album for literally like 15 years. I don't even remember the name of the song, so I just gotta go see if they got it. I fucked with that one that one song. I've never um, seen she saw her live. I've never seen Aaliyah live. RP, but she was a terrible singer. At least last she was. When did you see Aaliyah live? <laughs> At least last she was. I don't know if I ever thought Aaliyah was a good singer, though. She whispered. She's I under like the Janet Jackson clause. Like she's a whisper singer, but she's a really good inter. She was a really good entertainer. She get up there and dance a little skinny ass off. You know what I mean? But she wasn't really a um, a vocalist. She's not Mariah Carey. She's that's what that what's that debate that they're like if Aaliyah had lived, would Beyonce still be as big as she is? And I'm like, yeah, because Aaliyah wasn't isn't Beyonce <laughs> at all. <laughs> like, love Aaliyah, but she's no she is holding a fucking candle to to Miss Knowles Carter. Not at all. Not at all. She's a better actress. You know, she probably done better in the acting world. But I mean, that's probably, that's probably she was. She was a really, she was a really good actor. If we're comparing her to Beyonce, yeah, compared to Beyonce, yeah, but um, yeah, she, no, nah. that's a no for Oh, he said he heard her live on MTV Summer Beach Fest. Oh, remember that? Every summer they would have the Summer Beach Fest hmm. on MTV. That she used to be dope. They would have like all the concerts, and they would be like on the beach. And it was just mad people kicking it on the beach and everybody was young and drunk. And I was just like, why do we never go to shit like that? But we were also very broke in college. So <laughs> we didn't take no trips. <laughs> all, we did, all we did was go to various other Illinois colleges. That's all, that's as far as we fucking went. All we did was go to Illinois State and you were like, I never went with y'all because y'all would always go on weekends where I had some shit to do for school. That's I didn't go to that. Go to Southern and Eastern and fucking U of I shit. I asked you on shit. Y'all oh, miss all of that shit. I used to be mad, y'all. We had so much fun. Like, uh, I was being a student. You were. <laughs> <laughs> my father's going to put his whole foot in my ass <laughs> if I wasn't being a student. So. Oh gosh. Okay, you want to talk about Britney Spears and her conservatorship? I don't know much about this, so I'm gonna turn it over to you. Um, it really wasn't much to say. Her father was just like, "All right, cool. I'm a, I'm gonna turn this shit over. I'm good. Like, go ahead and do your thing." Because we, me, you, and Tammy was talking about, you know, once are you, or can you ever, you know, review this? Are you just my conservator for life? Like, how does this work? And he just basically was like, "It's cool. All right, Britney. I'm gonna do. Go ahead, do your thing. I'm out." Which I'm glad to hear. So is she officially like done with her dad? Probably. That's what's Probably. up. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Kudos the fans you. did this. Her yeah. fans got this shit going. So congratulations, Britt. I'm happy for you. I mean, I still think she should probably be monitored because I still think she's got some mental health issues. 
but I'm glad to know that she's not going to be in an abusive situation. Like that was emotionally abusive. Is that Rudy Huxtable Karen behind you? Oh yeah, same. Rudy got I got the same face, <laughs> same face and same hair. Baby, make you behind you. Same fucking face and hair. Um, but I briefly read that. Make sure I don't mess her name up. I know her first name is Michelle. Is it Michelle Williams? Well, the lady who plays Uhura on um, Star Trek, like the original Star Trek from the 60s. You know, she's like 80 years old now. So apparently she's in some strange conservator situation. Um, and they're trying to get her out of it now, too. Ooh. Everybody. I know. It's crazy. It's like this shit is wild. Um, so I'm going to read up on it so we can talk a little bit more about it. And I feel like we didn't we talk about that documentary where they had the old people that were in the conservatorships, like people come and take their houses from them and put them into old folks' homes against their will. Really? Did we talk about it on the show? I thought we did. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, it's a documentary. Um, when I find the name of it, I'll let you know. But yeah, it's basically this whole thing about how people basically were, are not were, are, finding ways to like take advantage of old people and completely take all of their shit from them. Mm. Oh, now I can hear my SOS. Hold on, I can get this program for you. I figured out how to fix it. Well, now I can't even hear you. Yeah, I can't even hear you. Yeah. Okay, I can now. All right, hold on. All right, I don't think I'm echoing anymore. But anywho, but yeah, it, I feel like we talked about this early on. I will find it um, and let you know the name of the documentary because the shit is really crazy. And it's just like, um, yeah, <laughs> Tammy said they declared a danger to themselves or others that could happen. But these people wouldn't even know who these people are. People just show up and be like, hey, so um, we're moving you to an old folks home now. And every and they would sign some paper and they come back like, oh, uh, we sold your house. You don't have a house anymore. You don't have any assets. Like, this shit is nuts. Um, <laughs> Last said those are the, the Facebook feds tapping into PMU. <laughs> Fizz watching, be fresh as hell. The fans watching though. Um, but yeah, so that was that was that. Uh, let's see. And then Florida and their masking. Florida just be doing their own shit. Y'all just let people do it. That's what they gonna do? They don't really do let them go, man. I don't know. But I think the issue now is that, you know, the governor's he said that, you know, this, this is an asshole, but he basically was like, he's not enforcing any mask uh, mandates. But the schools are like, yo, we want to enforce masking mandates. And he's just like, you can't because I'm the governor and I said so. <laughs> so they're having <laughs> these issues because all the people that are going into the hospitals are now younger. Right. So... You know, you send out these kids to school. Let's just say, you know, 
you send kids to school unmasked because there's you can't have a mandatory mask mandate. They come home and bring the virus to the house because some kids need, you know, kids are nasty. Mm-hmm. Kids are nasty. So, um, <laughs> Tammy says, Florida has bath salt in their water instead of fluoride. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how this is going to play out. Um, because DeSantis, like, I feel like every every time I turn on anything news related, he's on my TV talking dumb. So we will see how this turns out. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, last thing, last time I, I heard him some shit, it was, this was what, on my way to work last week. His thing was, you know, you guys have got to stop talking about people who don't want to get vaccinated. I mean, laughing at them when they go to the hospital is just wrong. Is it? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it's wrong, but yeah, we'll we'll follow up with Florida because y'all know typically Florida always comes up in the you wild and fam segment, but not today. Not today. Well, you heard about Cuomo? What you think about Cuomo? Little nasty ass girl. I don't. I'm never shocked by any politician. I don't care how cool you are. You are still human, and you're still gonna fuck up. We just so, talking about Cuomo. But how many presidents have we heard about groping people? True. True. That's a politician thing. I'm not saying it's okay, but they they grope people. That's part of the job. I think they think they're supposed to do it. I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked that he resigned. I'm shocked. Because he was standing, you know, strong for a long time. He was. I think there was probably too much evidence. Maybe you're probably right. Too many, too many, too many women people. like um, me too, girl. But yeah, no, I wasn't shocked at all. I think it's funny though. I haven't been watching CNN, so I don't know if his brother's back on TV yet. Yeah, but he is. Has he said anything? Not much. That'd be done. That'd be done. Like, all right, bro. See you later. Uh, about his motherfucking brother. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. I think you can still like Cuomo. Someone said that they still like him. I think you can still like him. You know, every person fucks up. Everybody fucks up. Yeah. Um, even people that have touched me without me giving them permission. Did I like it? No. But I mean, I didn't hate them necessarily. I'm not saying it's okay, but I think you know, if you still like him, you know, he did he did a lot of cool shit, especially last year. Well, people let yeah. you get away with fuck shit for so long, you think that's how shit goes. That is that is true. Factual and factual. Hey, Leroy, he was like the Mahan dude in here, like to come up to women and say, "Fuck." So. Yeah, Mahomes, he's always calling pe- making comments and then following about like soft, like that's how he ends his comment. Like, yeah, you know, that's because women like to wear red shoes. Soft. Oh, see. That's I, gotta, tagline. I gotta get back active in the group, I see. <laughs> no, you're not missing anything. Um, <laughs> you're not missing anything in the valley. What else happened? Um, oh, the last thing I had for, oh, no, I had two things. Um, last thing I had, though, for pop culture that wasn't sad. Um, I mean, I guess it is sad, technically. 
fuck with Lizzo. I'm not a Lizzo fan. Like, I'm not buying a Lizzo album. But I fuck with her in terms of she does what the fuck she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I do get really tired of seeing her ass on my Instagram all the time. And I just want to I just want to say this very clearly because people like if it was Beyonce. No, I don't want to see anybody's ass on my 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 Instagram. I'm tired of seeing all these, the twerking and all of that shit. I'm actually really tired of fucking seeing bitches asses. So I want to make that very, very clear. Um, but Lizzo does love to show her ass a lot. A lot. Uh, a lot. So, you know, I give her that in terms of everybody else is showing their ass. So she's just as entitled to shake it as much as everyone else. Um, My is exclusively asses. <laughs> well, I expect that from you. <laughs> I expect that. Oh, my God. Um, but basically, so this is the other thing about her. She's very transparent. So she's showing you her highs and her lows all the time. So, you know, like this week she'll be like, you know, fuck the haters. I'm eating my money. I'm eating my, you know, like she'll be fuck the haters one day. And then the next day she'll be crying about how on your face, right? You, you having a stroke? Lizzo, go sit the fuck down, girl. Go sit down. Girl, pick you 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 big and confident and great. Well, you sad and crying. Which one? I don't have the time. Lizzo. Uh, it's the duality of a personality. Like she's both. I have great days. I have days where I feel super duper confident, and then I have days when I don't. Like I'd be like, oh my God, I look like a, a we cow. all but, do. We don't log on to the worldwide web and cry on Instagram. We all do. We all have days we'd be like, oh I'm, bitch, I'm late today. And then other days we'd be like, bitch, I'm ugly as fuck today. Like Get your ass off of my goddamn iOS device. No one can. But you also aren't super active online, though. Like some people literally, especially these younger folks, they put everything on the Internet. They put all their relationship problems on the Internet. They put every person they date on. They, they get upset with their kids. They put all that shit on the Internet. Like that's just how. They communicate now. I'm not saying it's okay, but I feel like a lot of them do that. Not just her. She needs what's to stop the, crying. What's, the, like what's the saying? You 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 live for the praises. You die for the criticism. How did the shit go? You live for the praise. You die for the criticism. Girl, get get off of here. You are Lizzo. You either gonna be on here and popping and lit and you big and it's great. Or are you not? Which one is it? Which one? You but you know, Cardi for? does the same thing too. Cardi's not crying. But Cardi B gets on all the time talking about how much the haters affect her and how they get on her nerves. And I think the only difference is that Lizzo be crying all the fucking time. But Cardi does the same shit all the fucking time. Explain to me how y'all have access to so many different things and still have time to get on the World Wide Web and cry. Like, how? Do you know I would be in my 18-foot yacht not giving a single Like, how do you have access to so many different things and you also have time to jump on here and fucking cry about some shit. Who fucking cares? Why would the fuck would Cardi B be on here crying about some shit? You know how many records Cardi B done fucking broke? I know. That's just, I feel like that's just that generation. Cardi B has broken records 
<laughs> above people who can really fucking rap. Girl, Gus is really right about. Kodak, Bodak Yellow was the most streamed video on fucking YouTube in life. Why would I give a fuck about what somebody had to say? Bitch, I have the most streamed video. Did nigga up beyond above Beyonce and Prince and Mike and huh? Lizzo, Lizzo, if you don't get your little chubby ass off of my fucking screen crying, you got a fucking song with Cardi B. Why are you not happy about that? Why are we not on here talking about that? I hadn't even what heard the song. It's horrible. I don't even know what y'all see. <laughs> it's horrible. What do y'all? Hell yeah! What do y'all see? Yeah, yeah, Leroy, eighteen. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what rich people got. What do y'all see for Lizzo? Like, what is it? I don't see it. I've never seen it. I don't know. She sounds cool. She plays the flute. Like, but what else? I did like a couple of her songs, but. I didn't know they were hers. It's one of those things like I was driving in the car and the song came on. I was like, oh, this is a pretty dope song. And, you know, I'm going to rock her because she plays the flute. I wish I had twerked with my flute 20 years ago. Bitch, maybe this podcast would be in a real studio in front of an audience instead of in our fucking houses. And I would make <laughs> you do that shit every fucking Every week. fucking week, bitch. Me and my flat ass would be twerking my flute every motherfucking week until the check stops. So... Y'all I do let Lizzo get on the, on the internet and cry every week about what though? Because you're fat. Everyone's but, fat. So what? What? What was the tears for? I think she just, you know, celebrities take criticism really fucking hard, I, and it's probably because they get so much of it. I I don't know what it's like to get constantly criticized for everything I fucking do. I just know like. In grade school and in high school, if my teachers criticized me, I was ready to box. And that was one fucking person. So I don't know what it's like to have thousands of people hating on everything you do because I've never been in that situation. But I'm pretty sure by the amount of drugs and suicides and all that other alcoholic shit that people do online. All you got to do is just... They can't do that. That's not how they make their money. That's not how they make their money, though. What do you mean? I gotta go out here and sing my song. I don't give a fuck about what eleven thousand of y'all had to say. I have a song with Cardi fucking B. Why would I? That is terrible. She probably got twenty million people telling this shit was trash. It's trash. But everybody be like this. This shit is trash. It's the best y'all can do. Never liked a Lizzo song. So I'm probably a bad judge of fucking reference. I'm probably not a good, you know, reference because I don't like none of that shit. I don't even know what y'all ever saw in Lizzo, to be honest. Like, it was nothing ever, no song I ever heard that I was like, oh, shit, this shit slaps. Like, no, this shit's all right. I mean, y'all just hyped her up because she heard it and I like the... Cause I love you song. Like I like a couple of her songs, but again, I didn't know they were Lizzo songs, which is one of those things that shit came on the radio. And I was like, oh, this is pretty decent. But I'm I didn't know. To, like, I'm trying to think how would I handle, you know, being criticized. I mean, you niggas inbox me shit all the fucking time, and niggas. Uh, oh my god, Chris! But you know what? You're just so disgusting. Like people not. Saying that to you, like no one is ever told me I was disgusting. Tammy be like, "Get your little nasty." 
No, she means nasty. She ain't talking about you know you're nasty because you ain't wash your ass. Nasty. She's talking about if Lizzo really washed her ass or not. Like celebrities be doing y'all are too rich to be doing this type of shit. It just isn't bitch. I'm rich. I would my phone, I have 30 of them. I wouldn't even have time. Nigga, I don't have time to check my phone. Today, you think I got time to see what the fuck you niggas is in here talking about? A millionaire? Nah, fam. I don't get time. I'm I'm fucking I'm fucking Lizzo. I got a song with Cardi B. I'm good. Like I don't know what the fuck to fuck y'all. <laughs> Leroy said they too rich to not take showers. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, like I said, what? I'm not rich. I can't. I can't on a personal level relate. Can you but tell I me feel what like, the tears are? What was the tears for? You don't know? No, I didn't watch it. So, because I think the tears, if I find out the tears was because she's big, I'm going to be pissed because these would be the same tears that they've been for the past two years. Yeah, about two, three years. I don't know. I said, um, I don't really. I'm so annoyed. You know how I feel about people crying in general. Like, I just, I hate to see, like, why? Why are you crying? Like, I just, I just hate to see that shit. I feel like crying is something, per, like, personal and private. Um, If you see me cry, that must mean that really vulnerable moment. Like, I just, for me, it would never occur to me that, you know what? I'm in a bad mood and I'm crying. Let me report this for people to watch this. Like that. <laughs> that shit is just very strange to me in general. So I'm not gonna watch somebody crying because I'm I'm Leroy, I would be like the little girl blackish. Exactly and blow my nose with my brain. But she did that one day. Like I said, she has maybe she's bipolar. I don't know. She has highs and lows. She had a post where she was like dabbing you know her tears with her money. I would continue to do that. If, but I just I was a, I ain't even listened to the shit because she was on there and crying and shit and I was just like Lizzo, fam, girl, you you gonna be big and you gonna be confident you gonna be great and you either gonna be that or you gonna be that and you just gotta pick one girl. I just feel like see people gonna talk shit regardless, right? You could be big, you yeah. could be small, you could be dark, you could be light. Like people gonna talk shit regardless. I'm never gonna get on here, you know? Oh my god. But you know, also, like, yeah. one thing I've always said, like, because when I was younger, people thought I wanted to be an actress because I'm fucking animated all the goddamn time, right? And I would tell them, like, I don't have the mentality or the temperament to be in the limelight. I am not an upfront person. I cannot be in front of the camera because I don't want to be constantly criticized. I don't want to, like, go to the newspaper stand and it's a picture of me from a really bad angle eating a donut. And it's like, oh my God, Mickey blew up. Like, I personally, I'm not okay with that. It doesn't Nobody matter. Nobody would have ever thought that. You take pictures every day. So, no, no one. I take on. pictures every day. That's true. I, that. <laughs> I take my own pictures every day. That's um, and that's like, even why, like, when I'm out, I don't really take pictures of other people for one, because people be like, oh my God, that's a bad angle. So, I don't even like taking pictures of other people anymore. Because I'm tired of motherfuckers inboxing me about, oh my God, I had a hair in my eyeball. This is unflattering. So it's not even just you. It's literally be, it'd be a whole bunch of you. I'm like, you know what? I'm not about to take 90 photos and send it to y'all for review every fucking week. You know what? I'm just not going to take pictures of people, period. But no, like, I don't personally deal well with like 
being in the light. So I've always said that I'm a background person, you know, singing in the background, you know, maybe I get, I don't want to be Tina. So I, I don't know if I personally would be able to handle constant criticism. Global it doesn't matter how much money I have. I just don't want to, even like Kim Kardashian, you know, she'd be having complete and total meltdowns when one person says something negative. So I couldn't imagine having a constant barrage of criticism, even though, yeah, you're still getting good shit. You know the good shit already. So you're not focusing on that. It's like my Why? friend who's an actress. She Why? doesn't read Why? reviews at all. Why? She doesn't read reviews at all. But because you're you already know? assuming that because they're your friends and they fuck with you, they're going to be nice to you anyway. You have no, never no, no, no. once told me I, I, I took an ugly photo. Never. But why <laughs> you have never said that? that. Why wouldn't you want to focus on the good shit? Like, why? Because I took that from you. That doesn't, to me, doesn't necessarily mean you're being 100% honest because you care about me and you love me. Of course, you're going to tell me I'm wonderful. So you're going to focus no, 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 on the no. I mean, I mean, if you're Lizzo, why wouldn't you focus on the millions of people that have done nothing for the past two or three years that these people have done nothing but be like, Lizzo, we love you. You're great. You're big. You're confident. You're like, why would you just not focus on that shit? People have shown her nothing. I, to be honest, if you want to be honest, I have never in my life seen someone show, especially like a bigger person, as much love as they have shown Lizzo. Can you think of any, can you think of another big person that people were just enamored with? People fucking love Lizzo. Like, everyone loves, I mean, it's... A million celebrities, the baby every day be like, oh my God, Lizzo, you're fucking amazing. Everybody loves Lizzo. So why not just focus? And you know what? I'm just going to focus on the love. Because it's going to, I guess you're right. <laughs> but even when people love Ruben Sutter, they don't love him nearly as much as they fucking love Lizzo. Like she just has no reason to be, you know, on my iOS device crying. Like, uh, okay, I'm sorry. He can't. <laughs> These comments are hilarious, though. Rerun? <laughs> they did love Rerun. They did. Not as much as they love Lizzo. Well, Leroy also was saying earlier in the comments that he feels like this is a marketing ploy, which it could be. I don't think so. I really feel like she's legit hurt. But again, I, <laughs> Neil Carter. Uh, I, I didn't listen to it, so I don't know why she's crying. So I, I don't know if, if it's because they don't like the song or because they're calling her a big girl or they're calling her ugly. Um, I don't, I, I really, I don't know. But I know like crying on the internet is not a cool thing. Just don't do that shit. Thank you. Don't do that shit. Cry in private. Shit is whack as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> don't fucking do it. <laughs> Now, who else um, someone said, but I'm sure there are assholes out there that go out their way to bring her down daily for the mere fact that they feel like they can. No, there probably are. I mean, there's tons of trolls, but I mean, I guess the other thing is like, you ever go on a celebrity's page and leave like a really nice comment and the only people that respond to are the fucking haters? Mm -mm. Yeah, a lot of times like celeb people leave like celebrities, a whole bunch of nice comments. And the only ones they respond to are all the negative ones. And it might only be like five or six of them. 
but they will not respond to all the nice comments. They'll only respond to all the negative ones. So it's not just Lizzo. They all do this shit. Literally all of them. She's just the only one crying on the internet. That's so fucking boring. Porn ball. Girl. But you know what? We're talking about it, right? We haven't talked about Lizzo on this show ever. Because I was just beyond annoyed. Like, girl, girl. All right. Who, who else did you have? Um, we have to send some prayers out to Haiti. Uh, Haiti had an earthquake over the weekend. Was it 7.2 on a Richter scale? And Haiti has just been getting slammed the last few years. I don't know. Um, so I think they said more than a thousand people have have been killed. Yeah. Um, I think what five thousand people are displaced from yeah. their homes. So, um, you know, we'll send our prayers out to Haiti. Like I said, they just man, I don't know. I know. Haiti, Every fucking year, I feel like we hear about some shit happening over in Haiti. So, prayers up um, to all the families right now, to our brothers and sisters in Haiti. Um, Tammy said the last 300 years, facts, going back to the revolution. Um, so, when we're done with our pop culture, we might as well just move on to what you're watching. So, I'm going to leave this one thing for last. We're going to get through the other shit first. Um, the encore finale was last Wednesday. I did not watch it. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold on, my computer's trying to restart. Let's make sure it doesn't restart. Sure. But um, yep. So the encore was this weekend. I did not watch. From what I was told, um, everyone pretty much left. So Aubrey's gone. Uh, Nivea left. Pam, I guess, is yet kind of there, kind of isn't. She's not on the cover of the album. Oh, so yeah. only people left. Oh, uh, Misha and her sister left. The girls from 702. And Keely, I guess, ended up having to sing and dance. So it's Keely, the, um, the Cherished Twins, and Shamari, and that's it. On the cover, they're the ones that did the final show, but the album came out. I think the name of the group is The Blueprint, and apparently it's like number one on the charts, on the R&B charts. I'm gonna have to check it out. I heard a couple of songs, it's not bad. Okay. Um, Lee Rose, what are you talking about? So for those of y'all who have not heard this part of over the past, what, month or so? The encore is a show on. You know what you're talking about. He's talking about. Oh, promises okay. <laughs> promise is on the album. Um, I don't know what happened to Pam. She's not on the cover, but she has the gospel song. So she came out and they sing the gospel song with Pam. But from some of the images that I saw from the show, there was a lot of booty popping and twerking. Um, I don't think Pam signed up for that. So. I- <laughs> I think she said deuces, I'm straight. Um, but yeah, from the, the couple of things I heard and the little few snippets I saw, they kept the best dancers and the best singers. So, I mean, okay. it's a win. Um, but yeah, promise, promises, she's on there uh, doing her thing. So big up to Keely, the Cherished Twins, and uh, Shamari. On, um, and Carlos King for another great reality show. Um, this is on BET. 
I'm not sure you can pretty sure you can watch it on demand. Um, if you want to watch the booty pop and it's the last episode. Um <laughs> Pam was on wasn't on stage the entire performance. She just came out to do her song and or part. She ain't popping nothing. Pam was like, Well, she's not that much older than me. Then we discovered she's like what 43? Yeah. She just looks old as fuck. Right. Uh girls will do that. But um, but yeah, she said fuck all that. She's 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 been delivered, and she said that on TV. <laughs> She she was delivered from being a homosexual. So, um, Rod, nobody watches BET. To be completely honest, I think Crystal and I just watched it for the show, and then we stopped watching the show. So, yeah. So there's that. Um, then there was Real Housewives of Potomac. I have not watched it. I know every week they like this bitch brings up shows and then be like, I every, didn't watch every it. Every week be like, did y'all watch? I ain't watch it though. Like what? Because I watch a lot of old shit on like Netflix, Amazon Prime. Like the shit I'm watching isn't fucking current. I don't want um, to talk about this until you watched it. Until you oh no, it. I saw this conversation. I saw the conversation. No, but I know, but I want you to have seen the 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 backstory of it. I mean the the previous episode. Which one? Like when she came in with the bustier? No, I want you to have seen the episodes that led up to this episode. Oh, but was, you can still talk about it, but I mean, I just I want to say, this could be a minute before I get there. No, it's I'm okay. literally watching like ten different shows. Okay, um, we got time. We got time. We got to figure out something to watch, talk about it. Every I, just, I want I want your opinion to be fully formulated based on all of the information. So do I also need to watch last season? Because most of the comments that the girls were making was this you wasn't acting like this last year. And in fact, you were talking down on people that did this last year. Which is why it's important, yes. Correct. Okay, I'll, I'll go back and watch it. Um, I will make this comment, though. Her titties was too big for that shirt. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that was not the correct size. Huh? Yeah, you're right, though. Go ahead. Girl, all she had to do was sneeze. Her whole nipple was about to pop out at the dining table. Mm. Like, she didn't need to be dressed like Giselle. What the fuck did Giselle have on, like, a Christmas sweater or some shit? She didn't need to be dressed like that, but her titties was definitely two inches from being served for dinner. So that that's my two cents on that piece. Does um this final show, does this go into what you're watching and you wilding? No. Oh, okay. No. Um, I mean, it can, but uh, I think we actually right now. No, it doesn't. Okay. Okay. Um, so I will, y'all. I'm not even gonna make a promise. Let me go ahead and pour some more wine. Um, I'm not even making a promise that I'm gonna watch all these before the end of the year, but I'm gonna try. So, what? I'm gonna try. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Y'all know I'm a terrible liar, so I'm gonna try to watch these episodes, but I make no promises. Okay. Um, I used to I used to fuck with Giselle, but Giselle seems so messy right now, so I don't know. Um, so next in what you watching? Watch Malice in the Palace. Watch yesterday. Got a lot of thoughts on it, but I'm gonna turn this over to you. I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking, so you feel like I'm that. Gonna, 
I do. I do feel like I've been talking yeah. a lot. Why y'all bothering my man if he's trying to do his countdown to not beating y'all ass? Listen, as someone who suffers from anger management issues, me doing my countdown is really, really important. You got to do your countdown off of the fucking commenters table. Yes, every day. Actually, my son told me this. He said, Mom, when you angry and you pissed, just count down from 10 on backwards. The man went and sat down. He did his countdown. Why the fuck? No, he made the fuck out. God damn. He was chilling. He wasn't bothering nobody. He was doing his countdown. Do you know I cried when that nigga was like, listen, the fuck? I went to lay down to do my fucking countdown. <laughs> Bro, you gotta go to the bench. First of all, he just pushed my shoulders off my fucking neck five seconds ago. So I'm trying to keep from beating his ass and everybody else. He was never gonna beat Ben Wallace's ass. You crazy? That shit come from fucking no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Ron Artest. You're not crazy. When you have when you have other things that are happening in your life, that I think there's other things happening in his life too. <laughs> the strength and the energy just comes from different places. Why y'all, nigga? I'm trying to do my goose fraba. This nigga trying to do his fucking goose fraba, and here y'all come throwing shit from the stands. What in the entire fuck? So my question was this though: like, what did you think was going to happen when you threw this fucking pop at his head, like? What did you think he, he got up? The, he got up the stairs for like two more seconds. Like, and it was like, I've never seen anybody fly so fast. He climbed an entire stadium in two leaps. That's what I say. I say Ron would have beat the fuck out of him. That y'all might have. Oh, no. I feel like Ben Wallace would have went Magilla Gorilla. The shoulders off of me. Are you serious? I'm. Yeah. Let me do But he asked that when he got his leg back because the homeboy sent him hit the fuck off and was just like, you know, get your foul back, right? What? No, no, let's not get our foul back. Let's just win this game and go home. Why are we getting legs back after 12? Fam, I'm, I'm trying to do my goose robber. And you in the stands throwing shit, I'm going to beat your ass. But then he, he beat the wrong person's ass, though. I'm beat somebody's ass. <laughs> it was such a new two niggas like, oh, right. <laughs> soon as, as soon as that shit came on, I remembered how funny that man's face was when he saw them. We saw that nigga charging him in the, <laughs> because that was the face for years. That was the face of the guy who did the shit. That really wasn't really the fucking guy. That no, <laughs> no. Then the dude that did the shit was so. Fucking smug. I know. Like, I know. like, you don't feel bad that the other guy got his ass whooped. He's just like, I mean, I was just happy it wasn't me. Bitch! <laughs> I hope Ronnie catch your ass now somewhere in the fucking street. Malice in the palace was fire, red. That shit was fucking I was funny. He literally was like, I just was trying to do my fucking. Goose Robber and these niggas just was throwing shit. I'm beating your ass. You throwing shit at me. I'm beating your ass. Now how you feel about how do you feel about the uh 
the punishment? I thought that shit was extreme. So the whole season. The whole fucking season, like even like the 30 oh, games, and I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Nigga, in November, the season just started. I was so heated watching that whole shit. Like, really? And you know what though? They been, you know, the league, the league is fucking racist as fuck. It still is. You know, aren't that black owners that like no one came to these they, to their defense. I saw that game, right? And I remember watching this shit happen. First, I was like, well, this shit is fucking wild. Like, these niggas is fighting fans, but at, I never thought it was their fault. Never felt it was their fault. What the fuck you expect to happen? You throw fucking pop or beer or whatever the hell it is at me. I'm coming up there to whoop your ass. Like, why do you feel like you can do this? Because you let one person get away. Now everybody's going to be throwing pop and beer at me. We're not about to do this. So That's I'm. Exactly what happened. Not everybody in the stands was just throwing shit at people. That shit was so disrespectful, man. That that shit, I, you know, at the time, I, I did not realize. I mean, at the time, it was fucked up, but as you watch it, as you get older, fam, y'all was out of fucking control, bro. Y'all was out of like, It's just motherfuckers buy tickets to shit and they think they own you. Like they think, you know what I'm saying? You bought the tickets to this game and now you fucking think you you can run my fucking life. Like, no, nigga. I no, that's not. Nigga, this is my job. And I'm, I'm coming to work. I'm doing a fucking job. You know what I mean? And y'all acting wild. And then, like, one of my, I made a comment on a friend's page that, like, Detroit, you know, in the 90s, they were known as the bad boys of basketball. Right, right. Like that's what we know Detroit for. Why the fuck y'all got mall cop out here defending the? You know the fuck. Like y'all knew this shit was going to happen at some point. It wasn't that game. It was going to be another game because Detroit is rowdy. Y'all got three fucking rental cops securing a stadium with twenty, thirty thousand people. Are we serious? <laughs> CBS has stronger security than this. <laughs> Steven Jackson did run up. He did. He did. He just was stealing up. <laughs> because nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Everybody was just fucking pissed. But yeah, but that shit was dead as fuck. Who was my man who thought he was finna steal up Ryan Artest? Who was my friend? Oh, they walked down the, on the court. My four foot eleven homeboy that thought he was finna jump and with fucking you know, four. Who? Who? How, my nigga? You drew your hand back to do what besides breathe some air past this man's face, my guy? What did you, what you thought you Girl, was doing? got had the nerve to be on the documentary and be like, I can't believe he, he hit me. <laughs> you squared up. What do you mean you can't believe he hit you? With Ron. You squared up. Like. <laughs> With Ron. <laughs> what you think was going to happen? Was he gonna give you a hug? He wasn't Metal World <laughs> Peach. He wasn't handing out hugs. Documentaries don't get the credit they deserve. Some there is a producer somewhere like I'm not doing this shit unless I can find this little motherfucker that thought he was finna swing off a fucking run out. I'm not doing it. Where that nigga at? Because bro, what? This is never what? happening in any life. Like you're you're never swinging on Ron. <laughs> you know, you know, that's what's your name came out of nowhere. Was like. <laughs> 
telling us so funny when he was like, we got back and we got back to the hotel room and fucking O'Neal was pissed. Like, nigga. <laughs> we got a whole brawl out here. You back here. Yeah, my God. That nigga was trying to win. And y'all yeah, like, don't fucking talk to me. <laughs> I'm a documentary junkie too, because that should be so when y'all go get every fucking body involved, that should be so fucking good. Cause y'all was like, look, where that little nigga at? Let's get him on here too. I ain't doing it if he ain't on here. That's just so sorry. <laughs> That's why it's worth it. That shit is trash. Y'all fucking trash for that whole <laughs> Detroit is trash. It was literally all y'all's fucking faults, man. It was literally y'all fault. This man was doing his goose rubber, minding his fucking business. Yo, but the slow motion of the fucking drink. I love when it was like the shit was just going through the air in slow motion. Like <laughs> Reggie Miller was like, we all saw it. <laughs> it, was like, it was just like perfect. Like, Right. That nigga was like, everything was fine. Ron was calm. He was counting. Shit was good. And we are hurtling through the air. Oh my God. Slow motion. Yeah, nigga. I'm about to beat your ass. I don't know whose ass I'm finna beat. I'm in the He was so close though. For him to be lying down, you know, doing his, you know, meditative shit. He was really close to being the right person. <laughs> like, he was like just two seats off. Oh my God. Ron had the best MJ tribute. And then Ron was pussy. He was. I think it was like, all right, so look, I got to go. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> all right, guys. Sorry. Hell yeah. I'm so sorry. I need to go get a drink real quick. I don't want to talk about regret or anything, but Ron, Ron, Jermaine, it's fine. I mean, sorry. Now, Jermaine is still pissed. That nigga is mad. I don't want to say anything about regret or anything, but. That nigga is pissed. He's tight. (laughs) He like, I don't give a fuck how many years ago it was. Like, I never got my ring. <laughs> Jermaine, you got to let that. Hey, Ron was like, all right, guys. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> Nigga, what? <laughs> this <is right> with <laughs> Matter of fact, what? don't even call me Ron no more. I am officially Meta World Peace. Like, I- <laughs> Bro, we can beat everybody's Everybody ass for you. <laughs> Everybody's ass in Detroit. That nigga was like, "All right, guys, check this out. I gotta go." Okay, (laughs) I don't know what you gotta do. Not only do I gotta go, but I'll just get my ring over here. So, (laughs) get these buckets real quick. Oh, got my ring. Sorry, Jermaine. It's been sorry, Reggie. It's been real. <laughs> what? Oh my god! This nigga has caused the biggest fight in NFL history. It was like, I gotta go. <laughs> I got, I got places to be, y'all. I got places to be. They ass. So, what do you think Reggie was thinking during his retirement when he retired his jersey and shit? He's up there with his sister crying and shit. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking run. 
<laughs> 18 years as a Hoosier. Yeah, bro. 18 years. And this was supposed to be your year, kid. Fucking oh, man. That shit was good as fuck. All of that shit be like, uh-uh. We finna find... And when y'all find everybody involved in the shit, that's when that shit be good as fuck. I agree. Like, they was, they was on some... We were trying to protect the fans. And I got it. I get it. But that man did not deserve the whole entire oh. season. Not the whole season, man. Not the season. They really should have just missed a couple of games. That's just my yeah. personal. And David Stern, old bitch ass, talking about some um it was a unanimous decision. Um, one yes and zero no. Like, yeah, we know you made the decision, bitch. Shut up. Like <laughs> I think we had talked about fans doing dumb ass shit and wild ass shit a couple episodes ago, how motherfuckers just be you know what I'm saying? In the stands, throwing shit and doing shit. Like, we talked about that before. Like, y'all buy a ticket. Yeah, popcorn on. Yeah, exactly. And the water and the popcorn and shit. Like, y'all just, bro, I'm beating your ass. I'm going to find you outside. Perfect. Y'all see, I think that's like what I was pissed about, though, was because, like, the documentary kept talking about how the media was referring to them as thugs, right? I remember that <laughs> That I was so pissed because I, I know they're black sports commentators. You know, I fuck with well, rest in peace, Stu. I fuck with Stu. Mm-hmm. You know, like what was Stu saying? You know, what was Ahmad saying? We don't. We're not gonna count Stephen A. Smith. You know, he be pissing me off too much. But like, what were the black sports commentators saying? Like, who who's out here defending these actual players? Because what did Ron Artest say they fight in hockey every week. <laughs> they did say that. <laughs> Every fucking week they they go on the blows in hockey. We but have one. In hockey, do they be in the stands though? Probably not because they have that big plate glass. Up. I'm sure there was no glass. They find a way. That's the argument. They'll be. It's not like they they fight fans in hockey. Bottom line, they, they lose in teeth in hockey though. Hmm? They do lose in teeth in hockey though. Yeah, but the thing is, oh, really? I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not making excuses because that's exactly what the fuck y'all should have been if a motherfucker threw a cup at you. So, it's <laughs> exactly where the fuck I would be. I would have been. What is she saying, um, Harlem Nights? Oh, you want to <laughs> hit people with garbage cans? Well, now I got to touch it. Like, you want to, okay. All right, I'll be right back. Now, they'd have been mad if he pulled one of those. I'll be right back. Now, he should have got a fine and all that. He should have been suspended. But y'all was wild with that whole thing. But I'm sure that everyone feels the exact same fucking way. I mean, not the white folks, but everybody else. (laughs) Sure, everybody else feels the same way. Well, you know, that's because they're they are the biggest purveyors of, and I won't say them as a whole, but they're biggest purveyors of. I want to do what the fuck I want to do. And then when you retaliate against me, I then want to cry, you know, was it Wolf or whatever? That's the whole Karen movement. I'm going to get in your face. Oh, my God. Call the cops. She assaulted me. Bitch, what? That's their whole That's their whole M.O. Oh, my God. I can't believe that they attacked fucking fans. You mean the fans throwing chairs? Them niggas? 
cups, bottles, all types. Yeah, of absolutely. <laughs> beer on me. Y'all are bugging. That's who we're defending right now. Bugging. Nah. Right. Now that shit was wild. So was um, if you did not catch it, put it on your to do list. Because and it's a short, short documentary. It's like what, forty minutes, forty-five or so. So, I was sitting here pissed too. I was like, something else better fucking happen. I don't know what I was expecting to happen next after they tore the building down, but I was seriously waiting for some type of resolve. Like this nigga, Jermaine, please tell me Jermaine like became an oil tycoon or some shit. Like I need some type of. Jermaine was just sitting there like this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga Ron was like, yeah, every time I see them niggas, I mean, I be like, damn, I can't even look them in the face. Yeah, nigga, you just go, <laughs> you just go start the biggest brawl in NBA history and, and boogie on out of there like, all right, I'll holla. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That meme was Spongebob doing this going out the back out the door. Backwards. I holla. What? I'm gonna be out now. What? We down there lost our fucking jobs over this shit. <laughs> millions. Millions of dollars. Oh man. Shout out to Jermaine O'Neal, bro. We feel your pain. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You do not feel Jermaine O'Neal's pain. I do. Even the dude, if I forgot who it was, he was like, I feel like the person that, you know, missed out the most on this was Jermaine. <laughs> I was like, damn. He did say that at the end, like, shit. Everybody else, okay. <laughs> I think Steven Jackson was a G the whole, the whole documentary. Yes, he like, was. I ain't talking about this shit no more. That shit was fucked up. We should beat Ron's ass, actually. But I mean, it is what it is. But fuck. <laughs> like, Jermaine went to court and got less time. I said, fuck it. I can't. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> like, man, I ain't kissing nobody ass. Now, I don't know what the fuck y'all was talking about. Shit, I'm not going up. Nigga, what? He just didn't want to fucking have to go to work. Yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know what the fuck that nigga was doing, but I ain't going to no motherfucking court. Yeah, that shit. Okay. Maybe he didn't want to do 25 games. Steven, damn. Look, he wanted to let y'all know I'm a G. Now, fact, <laughs> I'm a G to the day I die, y'all. You are who you are who you are. I don't give a fuck about this basketball nigga. I ain't, look. I'm kissing nobody. Yes, that's they said 25 games. I'ma take my 25. Sit down on my L. <laughs> you don't even want to try though. You someone to ask. Me and Jermaine asking that like, um, excuse me. <laughs> 25 games is a little excessive, guys. <laughs> um, um, he was can we get that down a little bit? Like, damn. <laughs> he was like, fuck that. I'm going to sit these games out like, gee, okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What's Jermaine Blackball? What he did after uh, after he came back his 15 games? What did he do? <laughs> Jermaine do after that? I have no clue. We had to ask someone that might have actually followed that shit. <laughs> Jermaine was basically backball. He did. He, I thought he kept playing through, you know, but I don't think he had the career that he thought he should have had. Keyword is thought he should have had. 
I mean, that era, I, I want to say, was that like the Kobe <laughs> Shaq? Like, I, I'm going to be honest. I know they were just like, you know, that was supposed to be our year to win. I mean, y'all still got to go through the West Coast. So y'all might have, you might have clinched over East, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. All right. All right. God, I can't believe it's 930. So, um, yeah, you wild and fam. Um, oh, Lance said he made multiple all-star teams after that. He was see he was like. Um <laughs> sorry, I'm, he just looks so pissed. <laughs> he, was, I mean, he was even killed the whole interview, but you can tell that nigga was heated. Like yeah, he was still pissed. Tight. That he shit was in the Four. <laughs> this shit was 20 years ago, my guy. Well, his big diamond earring. Like, you clearly did okay, though. Like, you clean. Your ears are blinging. And he's just like, no. <laughs> um, so, um, this week's You Wild Man actually came courtesy of my beautiful chocolatey co-host. Um, you, you said you are going to check it with either Shannon are Steven, but I feel like I was going to say, I feel like the nature of the comments you told me sounds like a daddy sharp comment. I think it's it sexy. He's sexy. He can I get it. It, it probably was. He ignorant as fuck, but I will turn it over to you for this week, you wild and fam. Um, about Dre and his daughter, about Dre and his daughter, you know, Dre is worth millions. And his daughter apparently or allegedly is homeless and living in her car and, you know, all of these terrible things. And I think Shannon said some shit like, I mean, the fuck? I mean, what y'all want him to do? That's his grown ass daughter. Like, bruh, I get it, man. I get it. I get it. Ain't nobody talking about having to take care of their old ass kids or grown ass kids. But how, you know what I'm saying? How are y'all millionaires and billionaires and y'all hear that y'all children are living in these types of conditions? Now, I'm in no way, you know what I'm saying, here to condone taking care of your, you know, adult children. But if you are a billionaire, I feel like your children should not be living out of their car. Like, uh, like, what circumstance would be suitable for you as a billionaire for your children to be living out of their car? Like, what? Like, what? They would have to be like drug addicts that have stolen from me repeatedly. Like, that's something I feel like, no matter how much money I have, because you know there are kids like that who they're drug addicts and they they steal from their parents, they beat their parents up. That would be the only way I would not support you. And I would only support you if you go to rehab. But um, other than that, I don't like, if I had children and I was a fucking billionaire, I would tell my kids, go to work for what? Mom got it. Like, you don't, unless you really just want to have a job, you don't got to work. I got this. Like, figure out something else to do with your life. You're not just going to sit around and chill all day, but figure out something you want to do. Like, I'm, there's no way I'm going to spend all this money in my lifetime. You said, keep in mind that I only have one side of the story. You don't, you don't even know how credible she is. Well, well, let's just assume for the sake of the story in the podcast that everything that we hear is what is facts. 
So what what scenario besides the one that Mickey just named would it be suitable for your children as a as a I mean even if he wasn't a beta let's not even consider the fact that he's an actual billionaire. But what would be you know what I'm saying a good enough reason or excuse for your children to be living out of their car and you not offering any sort. Yeah, Tammy, I mean, it's your kid, like, and I get that they don't have, like, the best closest relationship. I think that, I think that in the stories uh, that I read or saw that they haven't seen each other in years or haven't spoken to each other in years. But at the end of the day, you are my father. You are a billionaire. So we all know that actual money isn't the issue. So what would be, you know what I'm saying, a suitable reason why you would not want to help your daughter grown or not you know what i'm saying to not be living out of your car and i think shannon said some wild shit somebody tell me what exactly shannon said it was something to the effect of you know what i'm saying he grown as fuck or he don't gotta take care of her because she grown or some shit and y'all want her to take care of you know what i'm saying his grown ass daughter like I don't I don't know that. I think a lot of people have this mis misconception about parenting as if it like ends when you turn 18. Me and my mother have this conversation a lot like cuz my mother is, you know, she one of them black moms and you turn 18 and you know what I'm saying, you like she one of them, but parenting doesn't stop at 18. I don't know where y'all got that shit from. Now, I'm not saying you got to help your kids, you know what I'm saying, today dead in the earth. Like, I'm not saying that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. But why does everybody think parenting stops just because I'm now an adult? Like, that's not how it works. So some of the comments that have been coming in are pretty consistent. They're all saying that he was helping her out and she jagged off the money and she was being disrespectful. So I guess my question for that, though, if if I had the means, whatever home I get for my children is going to be paid outright. Right. Like it's not you're not going to have a, a mortgage. So you just got to be responsible for keeping what the lights on and electricity on and maybe the gas. So I'm not I guess I'm just a little confused. Why doesn't she have a home in, in at all, <laughs> you know, like I'm Dre's daughter. I shouldn't be in a rental. I shouldn't be in a rental in my car. Like me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a billionaire. I don't, I have it a billion times over. Like, in what, in what world would this be okay for your children to be? Why would your children be even be in such a scenario where they would be living out of their car or having to? drive uber or you know what i'm saying drive door like what the fuck what as a as your parent what how like fucking how dre probably set her up with a bag and she blew it a few times i will say this a thousand times i have done shit with money that my parents would probably would would have wanted to kill me for Nigga, that doesn't that doesn't mean anything. Like I'm your kid. Like, yes, you have the right to be like, you know, what I'm saying I'm not helping you anymore. But I mean, at the end of the day, like you're my parent, so why not? A world where your child is mass is a massive entitled fuck nut. Do y'all know this about her? What <laughs> a fuck nut? Damn. Um, damn. Damn. Okay. Um. 
she has four kids. She needs to provide for them. Where is their dad? I don't I don't know, but they have a granddad that's a billionaire. So someone said that she worked for Dre and didn't take it seriously and she quit. I mean uh, I, I guess I guess in telling this story, I guess I don't know as much as I need to know. I, I'm only going off of um the fact that I am in a position to provide for my children and I have one that I guess y'all say she's disrespectful and rude and all of these things. So I guess that is y'all's excuse or reason for him not to want to help her, I guess. So I'm going to look at this from, I don't know if we talked about Mandy and her adopted daughter on the show. But, you know, Mandy had a similar situation where she had a foster kid. Mandy, I mean, not Mandy. What's the girl's? Um, Yandy. Yandy from Love and Hip Hop, New York. And Yandy was taking care of a foster girl. And um, her foster daughter, I'm, I'm making sure I get this correct, started dating someone who was, I guess, a lot older than her, who Yandy thought was a negative influence. And she told her, do you continue to date this individual? I think it might be a woman. I'm not 100% sure. Um, do you continue to, to date this individual? Because she was like breaking rules in the house and all types of stuff to date this person. She says, I can no longer support you. Right. And so homegirl went ahead and continued to do her thing and got upset when Yandy was like, girl, you got to go back home to your mama, like to your real mother, you know. And people were upset because they were like, why would she put her back into this situation where she knows that her home life with her natural mother is, isn't good for her? And it was like she gave her rules and she didn't follow them. So I actually understood Yandy's stance at that point, right? I told you what, what you need to do in order to be here. You're not following those rules, so you have to go. So if I look at it through that lens, that maybe, again, I don't know. I don't know shit about this story because, you know, I don't really fuck with Dre too tough anyway. Um, if I look at it through that lens, that maybe there was some type of conversation of you continue to fuck up, fuck up. I can no longer support your habits that I can understand. However, I still can't ride out with you letting your child and your grandchildren sleep in a car. I know like, there like, has to be some type of middle ground. Rod's question to me was, would I continue providing for a disrespectful, ungrateful, lazy child? It's a really good question. Um, provide for? Uh, uh, that's tough. If I found out that my son disrespectful, ungrateful, and lazy, was living out of his car, then probably, like, I guess, I guess it just depends on how, you know, extreme the situation really is. Yeah. So, um, no, if, if we're being general, no, I'm not going to provide for my lazy, disrespectful kid. No. 
But if it gets back to me that oh, my son is this and he's living out of a car, he doesn't have any money, and you know what I'm saying? No, like I'm not. I'm not the kind of parent that's like, no, you are these things, so you can't come. I'm, I'm not the tough love kind of. You know what I'm saying? Parent, like, no, I'm. I'm not gonna help you or provide for you, like. Nigga, for second of all, let's let's talk about the fact that she's also a woman. So on top of all of these things, she's now outside as a woman in the street with her children. Like that, I, I, yeah, that's not okay. How, oh even God, if you fucking sleep at night, like I can't even. How do you? How do you even go? Now I get that you know he hasn't been close to her and they you know don't have the best relationship or whatever. But as your parent, like how the fuck y'all have daughters? So so regardless of what your children do and whatever disrespectful foul shit they do, and you get a call like, all right, she outside and she living in a car and she with her kids, like, and y'all gonna be like, all right, well, well, trying to help her and she ain't want to listen. So where they daddy at? Like what? <laughs> What the fuck do that have Like, what did the kids do? Like, you don't even want to take the grandkids in? Like, okay, I'll take the grandkids in while you figure shit out. Like, you gonna let her and the kids be asked out? I mean, that's that's a little wild. That's a little wild to me. Um, I mean, I don't have you know, I don't have the kids, but I I I worked with kids and I I could not I couldn't leave any of my my students out in the car sleeping. Like, I would. I would just feel bad. Like, yeah, I know you fuck up, but you can't sleep in your car. It's not safe. It's not, it's literally not safe for you to sleep in your car. At all. People do carjacks walking to their cars. You're sleeping in a bitch. Rape, carjack, killed, any of these things. Like, no. No, I just, I, I just personally don't know, you know what I'm saying, how as parents, you can sleep at night knowing that this is the situation that one of your children is in. I just, I just couldn't do it. I, it's, it's just me, I guess. I know Tammy is saying some of the same shit too. Like, um, mm-hmm. nigga, I don't, I don't know how y'all could, I don't know how y'all could do that. Y'all do know that children are children. They're, I mean, they're your children, even if your they are. Life. Yes, even if they are, whether they are two or twenty-four or 44 they are still your children they still do dumb shit they still fuck shit up they they're your children so i don't know if your job as parents is to be like well you know i've done all i can do and you know what i'm saying my mother is like that like girl you 18 she was at 18 she was did she did the whole you 18 and you this like Girl, that shit don't stop. Parenting don't stop because I reached my 18th birthday. You don't. You don't get to. You don't get to wake up today and be like, you on your own and you be on. Like that's not how it works. Parenting is to the day they put one of y'all in the fucking ground. Like that shit. You don't just wake up at 18 and be like, okay, I got everything figured out. I'm good. Like that's just not how it works. So that shit is just wild. That everybody's just like, I mean, she grown and she gonna have to. Nigga, what? Wow. I learn shit. I, don't everybody else learn shit every day? Like somebody teach me some shit every day. I don't, I don't, you don't just wake up at 18 and be like, I got this life shit figured out. I don't need my parents no more. Like that's not how it works. But y'all are in the comments. I don't know about enabling. Like y'all. <laughs> enabling is like allowing her to continue to not do shit. Like saying, you know what, I'm going to get you some place to stay so you can get on your feet and take care of your kids isn't enabling her. 
You know, like I feel like that is, hey, you can't have these kids out here sleeping in fucking cars. You know, like when you say it's horrible, like you you cannot do this. You cannot have my grandbabies out there. What do we need to do so you can get your shit back together? Like parents are supposed to not only like assist you, but y'all are supposed to guide your fucking kids when they need it. That is y'all <laughs> you know? entire job. Y'all in here talking about enabling. Your job as to as a parent is to guide your children into what you think that they should be doing and are supposed to be doing. You're their guide. I'm not saying enable. I'm not saying none of that shit because um, God knows. I be, you know what I'm saying. I believe that a lot of parents enable they, their children. So I'm not saying that. And if you think I, I know that they're adults, but they're still their children like even in being adults they're still their children and it is your job as a parent to still provide guidance to them my when i was buying a house my my parents every day would be like don't you need money how much money you need and every day i would lose my shit like i don't fucking need money i need guidance i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i don't fucking mom dad i don't need money money is not the problem i need guidance i need direction did you niggas buy a house like help me like what am i doing like nigga, all kids need is guidance regardless of how fucking old they are so i just y'all in here like oh they're adults and she's an adult and where they daddy yet and but you know, um, even when so when I had got laid off from my job, who was it? It's almost ten years ago now. That shit is a long time ago. But when I had got laid off, you know, shit was really fucking tight. Was really tight. And I my boyfriend and I lived together, but my parents were still coming through. I wasn't even asking for shit. I remember one day they called um the building that we stayed in did not have air conditioning. And that weekend it was like gonna be a hundred degrees. My parents called. They're like, we're downstairs with an air conditioner for you. And I was like, that is so nice. They're like, there's no way we're going to let you stay in this house <laughs> without fucking air conditioning. And they would bring groceries. I never had to ask for any of this stuff. But they would bring groceries when we had nothing to eat because I knew we were struggling. And I was, I think I'm like, well, you're not ungrateful. But it's still like, I didn't ask them to do this. They just knew as my parent. <laughs> that I was struggling and instead of seeing me fucking starve and sweat to death, you know, they did what they were supposed to do as my parents to look out for me. So, I mean, I know some of y'all can say y'all parents put y'all out and I know a lot of parents that did that, but you know, unfortunately, fortunately for me, I, I came from a family where they were very, very nurturing still to this day. You know, my mom is very, very nurturing. It's always willing to provide what she can. Um, but, you know, who knows? Maybe that's their relationship because I do a lot for my mom and I did a lot for both of my parents when they were here because of the shit that they did for me. You know, Dre does have a track record of not being the nicest to individuals. So, you know, we don't have a full 360 view of this situation. We just have a little snippet here and a little snippet there. Yeah. Uh, my mama put my ass out at 17. She let my daughter stay until I found my way. Now I refuse to let her live with me. <laughs> so please cannot <laughs> occupy one castle. Her words that she'll forever live by. We are actually closer. She raised me, but babied my brothers. I hear that a lot of that from women who yeah, got brothers. Yeah. That, the, that their moms are harder on them than they are the boys. My parents still help. 
Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know why people be like, you grown and I ain't gotta do shit else. Like, and who even came up with this shit? Like, who even came up with you ain't though? You know, other cultures don't do that at they all. They don't do it. It's, it is an inherently black American thing oh, that we do. Where we kick people out at the house. You know, um, we be like, you're on your own. You got to figure it out. White families don't do that. Shoot, I know people that are like, oh, my parents bought my first house for me. That's I'm like, really? wow, that must be nice. My parents ain't bought me no damn house. You know, so that's Asian culture. They stay at home until marriage sometimes. That is a black thing where they are like, look, you are 18. You got to get the fuck up out of my house. It Pronto. is the weirdest. It is the weirdest shit. What the fuck do I know at 18? Like, what the fuck does anyone know at fucking 18? I wonder, do anybody ever sit back and think about that shit? Like, you literally know absolutely nothing. Four months ago, you was in high school, and now today, you all of a sudden are supposed to have everything yeah, figured out. No, and you know nobody told you shit. So right, right, right. shit is crazy. But I was annoyed. Yes, no way. Yes, like. Girl, leave, leave, leave them alone. That man got way too much money for any of his kids to be anywhere. Fucking broke, living in cars. Not that nigga's a billionaire. It's no fucking excuse for that shit. I don't give a fuck about what kind of relationship y'all had, what kind of relationship y'all have now, and what kind of asshole you think they've been. Like this is my kid. I don't nigga be an asshole over there on your in your wing of the house. Like, but no, living on the street. Mm-mm. It's wild to me, but I mean, I know people do it. I mean, my auntie Loki did that to her son. That nigga was sleeping in his car for a few nights, and my mom was like, "Yo, he's in the car." She was like, "He can't be here." It's like, girl, you got a two bedroom apartment, <laughs> so I don't know, girl. I do not know. I agree, Kenyatta. I have twenty-two year old twins that's gonna live with me. They're in college, but they have to do something to continue to live here. College, work, something. 18 is too young to put your child up. Completely agree. And I completely agree with you parents that are like, well, you got to pay the cable bill or pay the light bill or something like that. But putting your children out at 18, telling 18-year-olds like, listen. You got to figure it out. You can't even buy a drink to be to relax when you get home. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just 17. I can't even properly relax at the end of the day. I got to drink Kool-Aid. Just learn how to drive. What the fuck do I got to figure out? Y'all be wilding, man. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I think that was the Are You Wilding segment. Do we have any any, special topic or real topic? So I thought we were going to get into a little bit about Chloe and Tristan and then get into like addictive yeah, because Chloe said she going back that dick is good. She don't care. Well, third time. I don't care. I don't care what this nigga did. This shit is good. And I'm going back and that's my baby daddy. So fuck y'all. Now, I'm going to say this, though. In, in Chloe's defense, 
I'm, you know, I'm to play devil's advocate for Chloe. It is hard to get over your baby daddy. Like it's not, it's not the easiest shit to do. But once you do, you get over anybody. Once you get over your baby daddy, you get over anybody, girl. So just do it. But she not gonna do it because <laughs> she like, girl. Yeah, I'm I feel like Chloe still has self esteem issues. I think she's always gonna have self esteem issues. So she might think that she's not going to get anything better than Tristan Thompson. Oh God! I mean, look at how much work she's done to herself. Like, not that they all haven't had a shit ton of work because they all have, but she's had so much work done, and they still call her ugly with all of the work that she's had done to her. She probably really thinks this is as good as it's going to get. Now, who said it's hard to get over a good dick? Because that's the topic that we wanted to talk about. I feel like we talk about that every week, though, no? Do it about getting over a good dick? Yeah, I thought, I thought we talked about, like, how the fuck do we get over this good dick? You know, we talked about demon dick. Is demon oh. dick and good dick the same thing? Yeah, Lulu, that was you. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I actually had a letter from a woman who is... For the for the sake of the show, she's in a similar situation. She's really trying to get over this person that she's been sleeping with for about three years. And like she knows that she needs to move forward and move on from this guy. It's like she doesn't know if it's like actually really gonna go anywhere, but the sex is really good. So my thing was the sex, like when you sleeping with somebody, it's only gonna get better. Like if you've been sleeping with them for this amount of time for this many years, like, and then y'all start to develop feelings for each other as the time goes on. Like, it's only going to get better, so I mean... What do you mean it's only going to get better, though? That's how devil dick is. It only gets better. It just gets better and better and better, and then, like, you find yourself six, seven, eight, nine, ten years later, and you're like, oh my god. Ten years later, fam? 20 sometimes, 20 years later. And Wait, you know. link. Wait, well, she, well is, did she, is this, she said it's not going anywhere. So I'm assuming this is a t- an entanglement for three years. Mm-hmm. That's, did she say she wanted this to go somewhere or she just kind of like, what, what does she want? She wants or to, she-, she wants to release herself from this person and it's just going to be really hard to do. Like I know you and I have had discussions about, I'm gonna call these men like, um, let's call them like unicorn dick. Like everything is good. What I mean, what else can I call them? It's like unicorn no, dick. I'm, right I'm not disagreeing with anything. I'm it's just like unicorn right dick. Like you find them, I think you find them like once in a lifetime because I, I'm 39 and I there's, there's just, one person that has like you know it's like unicorn dick like it's amazing it gets better and better and better the only thing that happens is in time it just continues to get better so i know that you and i have had conversations about this you are under the assumption that unicorn dick can happen to you in your life more than one time it it wouldn't be unicorn dick then it'd just be regular dick but I mean, if everyone is finding this unicorn dick, that means it's more than one person out here. No, they have the one unicorn dick. That's it. I'm never going to go with this. I just don't believe Why? it. I just refuse to believe that there's only going to be one guy 
who dicks me down amazingly, and that is it for the rest of my entire life. No, 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 no. On the planet? no, no, no. Like you'll, you'll, you'll always be in scenarios where you have good dick. Like you'll always be with with. No, men. I'm not talking about good dick. I'm talking about like amazing. I left my body for 20 minutes and watched from above. I just believe that. Bingo. He's got another person out there. It just has to be. I refuse to believe that. It's so I say unicorn. You only see them the one time and then. I don't call it a unicorn. You do. That's <laughs> what it is. Okay, so now play devil's advocate. Brandon said he's a unicorn. <laughs> Brandon said he's a unicorn. See? Brandon, let me find out. See, so right there, that's already two people, girl. I refuse. <laughs> yeah, but okay. If Brandon is, he is a unicorn for a particular person. He's not, as you think, you think Brandon's a unicorn for like every bitch he meets? Probably, yes. That's <laughs> no, not how it works. So, probably, yeah. Girl, them unicorns be having hella, what would it, horses or whatever the fuck unicorns have because there, there aren't unicorns out there. Like, they be having multiple people that they service. So, yes, you can't just be one person. Yeah, but they are the unicorn to that person. That's how it works. They're that person's unicorn. That's all. But listen, you are under the assumption that you're going to find unicorn dick from today on through the rest of your life. And that's just simply not how it works. Every A person who checks off all of your boxes sexually, you think you're going to find... Yes. But have you found him before today? I would have said yes before today. And then I met this other person. I was just like, oh, so just like how I thought that other person was amazing. Somebody else could be just as amazing. And I don't know because I haven't experienced it. Just as amazing or or better. Like, what if he's I've got to girl, look. I'm gonna be optimistic because there's gotta be more out here in the world than what I'm experiencing in this life. Okay, I would be completely with you if you could tell me before today you had a unicorn dick. Yes. Until what? Until what? What do you mean? Until what? You had a unicorn dick until what? Until I didn't, and then like now I found another one, and like. And then I'm pretty sure I'll find another one one day. So the guy that you think was a unicorn dick before today, was he actually? At that time period, yes. No, I mean today. Now that you look back. And I, I, well, also, well, hold up, pause, 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 right? Because I feel like when we talk about sex, we make it seem like it's always the other person. And it's also us, right? So the yes, person that I am referencing. It's the chemistry, yes. Yes. So, but also it's the knowledge gained over the years. I am not the same person sexually at 40 as I was at 20. Okay. I'm not, I'm just not the same person. I'm not doing the same things. I'm not, I don't have the same experiences. So for that time frame, yes, that person was amazing. A for that time frame of my life. Now, what would have happened if you would have met the unicorn 20 years ago? 
I don't know because maybe his sexual prowess is different then. Like, I, I, I don't know. It's Things are different at, with age. Like, that is correct, Tammy. It's always about the chemistry. <laughs> but like, who's to say that I would have had the same chemistry with the person at that time? That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't say that it would be the same. It might have been completely different. Might have been completely. This is just for this. And we're trying to put a, a period, right? So I could find the next phase of my life. For this phase, this person is great. And now we're looking for this phase right here. So this is, this is where the opening is right here. <laughs> so going forward, you are going to find you 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 believe that you are going to find more chemistry and more unicorn dick. With Again, I don't call it unicorn dick. I just call it really, really good, amazing dick. No, so, that's yeah. not, it's not. It's 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 a it's an entirely another level. It's not. It's not every. A lot of niggas have good dick, an amazing dick. No, no, no. This is no. Like, I'm not talking about just regular good dick. I told you, you know, when you float out, you leave your body and you look down, and you be like, "Bitch, you see this shit?" Like, yeah, bitch, I see this shit. Like, I believe that there are more people out there that I just have not had the pleasure to meet. Did and your did your soul leave your body before? You know what? Yes, it did. When I was younger, <laughs> it did. She did. It <laughs> was just okay, like, well, maybe you know what I'm saying. You are lucky, and you have had more unicorn dick than you know the rest of us. Maybe you are just blessed, and you've had more than one. Which is maybe. why I'm there's more out there. <laughs> Rich, good luck. Take me with you on your quest. You are more than welcome to come along for the journey, bitch. Because I am searching. I just refuse. Also, I would like for this unicorn dick, as you call it, to be someone that I'm actually seriously dating. Like, I would like to have unicorn dick. On a oh, regular bitch, basis. Now, now, bitch, you only asking for too much. Now, what? Girl, look. If you don't set limits for yourself, you'll never reach the stars, girl. Like you, you have to, you have to believe in yourself. And I believe in me and my vajayjay, and I believe that we are going to find this person. And you tell that girl who wrote the letter, girl, look, just find you a replacement for Mister Three Years. I believe he, girl, he's out there. You got to stay positive. You think a replacement is what you're going to find? Yes. Tammy, this is acceptable. Tammy, sex is usually four parts: knowledge, drive, functionality, and passion equals unicorn. I agree. I agree. Um, Tahoe, had, well, I guess we could talk about this. Tahoe had a question uh, on this other podcast I listened to, and his question was: Would you rather have good sex and didn't come, or okay sex and you came? Is it really good sex if you don't come? I think so. I think that you can have really good sex and not come. You don't agree? No, I do not. <laughs> Wait. So you've never been in a scenario where like the sex is really good, and for maybe for whatever reason, like y'all stopped or y'all didn't finish or I don't know something happened, and I don't know, I don't know. But there's never been a time where you had to have really good sex and you did not really. No. 
I'm sorry. If it's good, then I'm going to finish. That's the whole point of having the sex. I know, but something might have happened where you couldn't. Like, I don't know. For the sake of the argument, he left or he had to go or somebody came in the room or whatever. That's never occurred or happened to you. Oh, Lord, she's stuck. She sings the Whitney song to her with JJ. I believe in you and me. <laughs> Tammy, tell me. You tell me, Tammy. I don't know what this fool is. But Tammy, tell me if you think that you can have good sex without coming. Or do you have to come in order for it to, to be considered good sex? Are you singing to you with JJ? Who me? Mm-hmm. No, my um my phone died and I was using the um the hotspot today. Exactly, Tammy. Tammy said, Damn Mickey, you come every time. <laughs> That's why he's a fucking unicorn. <laughs> that is why. But it's not just him. Like typically when I have sex, I finish. Typically, are people not finishing every time they have sex? Every time, ma'am. Yeah. Every time. Is that not normal? No. Mm-mm. Not every time, no. As an adult? Like, yes. that should happen more frequently when I was younger, but as in the, at least in the last five years, yeah, every time. See? <laughs> Timmy said, bitch, you the unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Somebody exactly. else said I always finish. Like, yeah, that's the whole that's why we're here. Like, if you're I feel like guys work really hard to make sure that I finish. And because I can I can be multi-orgasmic, they, they work really fucking hard. So like I'm not just finishing once, I'm finishing a lot. It's great. But we're we're saying we're saying every time. Yes. It's probably the last time I had sex when I didn't finish. Probably with my ex. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Not do that. Tammy, that is very untypical. Every time is a bit excessive. I also must. It's excessive? Every time. Let's say, for That's example. That's the whole reason why we're here. <laughs> no, no, no. But let's say, for example, you are someone who has sex tw- two or three times a week. I'm, I haven't had sex that frequent in years, girl. So see, then you know what I'm saying. Then there probably would be more common than not that you do it every every time. <laughs> My granny said, "When you open your legs, you better be ready." <laughs> oh, <Okay, laughs> granny! Oh, <laughs> granny! I know that's right. She is the unicorn. That is correct, Tammy. That I is still that like the whole reason we're here. So, like I said, guys, when I am having relations, they are working very hard to make sure that I finish. So, like, they'll hold off as best they can until I'm done. So that's why I'm like, I'm, I find it hard to believe that that's not normal. It's been a very long time since I've had a guy that was like. Uh, I'm done. I don't know about you, girl. Good luck with that. Like they typically are like no, waiting we're not, for legs to change. We're saying that we're not saying that you coming is not typical. We're saying every time is not typical. Like 
like every time. There are many times when I, there could be many things that could happen. He could come before you. Um, I don't. I don't know. Like uh, he could. Y'all could be having sex and it could be like really painful or like y'all may have a Just, you know, work through it. You'd be all right. No, y'all know about pain and sex, so I'm not working through pain. (laughs) But I mean, I'm just saying like that there are different scenarios that occur or could happen and y'all, you know, you might not finish. That's all. But Tammy, you are correct. She is the unicorn. Um, The young lady that wrote the letter, I cannot help you. I have been having sex with the same person for 10 years plus. So there really isn't anything that I can do. Sorry. Well, honey buddy, looking at you right now. I'm going to say stay positive because that's, that's who I am. Leave the dick. There is better out there. You just haven't discovered it yet. Facts. Facts. A regularly active sex life of numerous times and every time. Yeah, Tammy, that's a little, a little, you know, different. Correct. So I agree. I agree that she probably does come, you know, when she has sex with the unicorn. Um, But every time, though, I mean, with I'm the unicorn, saying. with that weird guy, with the with the angry man, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> every so she time. said if it's every other month or every three months, then yeah, you are exploding. Right. But when when we say every time, we're under the assumption that you're having sex maybe two or three times a week. So. I get on this show every week and be like, Y'all, I am in a drought. <laughs> every fucking week I say it's a drought, y'all. Like the the plants are dying. The ground is cracked. It's a fucking drought over here. So if I'm having sex, whenever I am lucky enough to have sex, it is going down and things are happening. Facts. But I'm also not going to have consistent, regular, like, every other day sex with somebody I'm not dating. Because I don't want to see you that often. Facts. Um, Thank you, yeah, that's all. That's all we wanted to talk with about y'all. Did y'all have anything else y'all wanted to discuss? Are there people still in here with us? Other yeah. than Tammy and Lou? <laughs> Other than Tammy and Lou? Yeah, I peeped in here. But if not, we can wrap it up. It's 10 o'clock. It's 10 o'clock, girl. We seven minutes away from our two hour mark. Uh, well, thank y'all for keeping us back <laughs> with us again on our show every Monday, every week. Thank y'all for your oh Lord, she done took the hair down. <laughs> it's just hot. It's hot as fuck over here. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> So I just got, I want to like yell at the manufacturers. I be buying my shit cheap because y'all know I'm the broke bougie auntie, right? So I got this shirt off Amazon for a vacation that I never went on. Do y'all know this? So first of all, it's a half top to wear to like the beach or something. This bitch is lined in fleece. What the fuck, Amazon? <laughs> Who's lining half tops in fleece? No <laughs> <laughs> 
fuck. So yes, I'm over here sweating my balls off. I don't have balls, but if I had them, they'd be sweaty too. So um, yeah, then the wine didn't help. This was great wine, by the way. This from is the one we got from the um from the winery. Yeah, for, it's the the ballerina wine. Yeah. yeah, this shit is delicious. I don't even like red. This is like a really good red wine. So, um, so yeah, bitch, I'm hot. <laughs> I'm taking this hot ass shirt off as soon as the cameras go off. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Tammy. Fleecing the islands, the hell. What are y'all thinking? Exactly. Well, thank y'all for joining us and kicking with us again. We definitely appreciate it. Um, hit the like and subscribe as always on YouTube. Fuck with Lance on YouTube at Part of My Ugly. Um, follow us on Instagram. I need to go on Instagram and do some posting and videos and shit. I'll be trying to do videos. It's so hard to find like the funny parts of the show. Um, but I'm going to start to work on it. And uh, if y'all got any topics, questions, concerns, stories, anything that y'all would like to share, feedback, questions, definitely hit us up at askavixen at gmail.com. I really hope that y'all have a really good week. Uh Fuck these niggas. I mean, don't get on Instagram because don't get on Instagram crying and shit. Like, and by these niggas, I mean like all of these niggas. I like not specifically niggas, but like anybody that's full of shit. This one, this took like a weird ass left turn. Right? Don't be just crying about some shit somebody said. Damn. Um. So yeah, do y'all think? Fuck <laughs> these niggas, and uh, we will see y'all next week. Oh, real quick. Um, because she says don't inbox her. Inbox me. So if you want to be on the show, hit my inbox. Let me know. Um, we're always excited to see what y'all want to talk about. Um, just know we are the Bodega Girls. So. We're raunchy. We don't take a lot of shit seriously. No, so, be yeah, like be prepared to come with jokes and be funny. Um, come on, be real. Talk about ball bags and vaginas <laughs> and shit like that. Cause that's what we do. So, um, you know, I've been ready for you to come on here. You and Tammy, let's fucking go, man. Yep. Yeah. Hit me up, Mickey. Um, what's my name? Mickey Brown. Um, on Facebook. Yeah. We're more than happy to have you. And we will see y'all next week. Thank you. Bye.